This message was presented at the GYC 2014 conference at the Cross in Phoenix, Arizona. For other resources like this, visit us online at www.gycweb.org. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Daniela. I'm from GYC Missions. I just wanted to give you a short little update on um, something we talked about on stage last night, um, virtual outreach day. Um, but I guess before I do that, I just want to ask you, how many of you have either participated in a GYC outreach day before or plan to do it this year? That is not very many of you. <laughs> um, but how many of you are active in evangelism at your local churches? That's just a few of us again. So one of the things that we've noticed um, over the years, um, first of all, I'm a huge, huge fan of GLOW. I have some fabulous stories I can tell you. Um, And GLOW is always a part of our outreach here, um, and hopefully it's something that you also do at home. Um, But something that we've noticed over the years as just a trend kind of throughout all of the seminars and things is that we have a lot of people who come to GYC and we're really excited while we're here and we do evangelism here, but when we go home, we don't really apply the things that we learn. (laughs) And we kind of forget that the whole point of GYC is to come to deepen our relationship and to gain tools and resources so we can go home and be more effective in our communities. Um, And so um, I don't know if you're aware that the reason that the GYC Missions Department was formed um, several years ago was actually to combat um, this mentality of just living conference to conference and being dormant in between. Um, We we were formed um, to give you um, suggestions and opportunities to be involved in evangelism throughout the year. Um, And so one of the the initiatives that we have this year is virtual outreach, um, which is happening again March 21st and 22nd. Um, And basically, again, we're just asking you to form groups together um, at your local churches just to do some kind of outreach. You can pass out GLOW, you can distribute great controversies, you can feed the homeless, you can do whatever you want to do, but we just want you to do something. Because one of the things that makes GYC so great is the organization, and especially in outreach, it's just so powerful to see all these people um, just going out in this united effort. Um, But we're actually counseled in the spirit of prophecy that we're supposed to be doing this all the time in our local churches. There's actually a quote up on our website with virtual outreach um, that really delineates that. Um, But so again, we just want you to do some kind of outreach. And if you form a group at your church, um, you can register it on the GYC website and then we'll list your location on there um, so that people in your area know that they can come to your church and help you and participate. But if you don't feel like you can lead out a group or or you don't know if one's happening at your church, you can also just register as an individual and we'll notify you if a group forms in your area. Um, But I just want to make a note also on the great controversies. You don't have to distribute them, but if you choose to, Central California Conference is going to have a really amazing deal, and they're going to be selling the books for 50 cents a piece. Okay. Full edition. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we're going to have the website and stuff where you can order that um, attached with the virtual outreach tab. So make sure to check that out. But that's really, really amazing. So if you do choose to go that route, that's something you should definitely plug into. Um, And so if you go on the website, we already have seven sites listed that have already um, signed up to participate, so you can see if there's one that's near you. Um, And um, again, just for more information, you can stop either by the GYC booth um, or go on the website. And just again, as you listen to (laughs) your seminar, um, it's just our hope and prayer that you don't just sit here to like listen and absorb information and a theory, but that you actually think about practical ways that you can do this at home. Thank you, Daniela. Yeah, uh, Danielle mentioned the Great Controversies that Central California Conference is making available. They're full edition Great Controversies. They have glow contact information on the back. 
and uh, they have a much better cover than a lot of great controversies that are floating around out there in the NAD. So um, if you want to get a full edition great controversy for 50 cents, that's a killer deal. Um, you actually can go to buyglow.org um, or just uh, check out the information that GYC is going to probably send you later via email or something like that. So um, let's get into our time this morning. Good morning. Good morning. I uh, don't know about you, but I've uh, really been noticing as I've been sitting in this seminar that that door back there is, I think, the loudest door I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Every time somebody comes in, it really just bang, it hits the, you know, the beam there. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to try and I'm going to try and ignore that, and I hope that you can ignore that too, um, and uh, we'll just have a good time. No, it's it's okay. It's it. You're the door, the doorkeeper. Okay, cool. We have a doorkeeper that'll help out with that, so that's helpful. Okay, well, let's get into our presentation here. Um, what we're going to talk about right now in this seminar is 12 practical ways that you can distribute Glow. And many of you have already been distributing uh, literature, distributing Glow. So you might ask yourself, um, what is this guy going to tell me that I don't already know? Well, I might not tell you something you don't already know. But I can maybe tell it to you uh, with a fresh story about how people are finding success in doing it. Or um, maybe you don't know what I'm going to tell you, and that'll be a benefit to you because it's going to give you new ideas for how to get literature out in your community. Um, but before we get into the actual methods, I want to start off with a couple of things. First, two quick business items. Number one is every single Friday, um, Glow sends out a weekly email. And this weekly email has an awesome story of people who have been passing out literature. Like, we get stories from people all the time who are distributing Glow tracks in Africa, Europe, uh, America, various places. And we collect these stories, and then we send them out one story every Friday. So if you're interested in getting that weekly email, we're only going to charge you $5 per email. You just give us, no, I'm just joking. They're actually free. Um, so just go to that website right there, glownews.org, and uh, put your contact information in, and you can register and get the free weekly email. These are great uh, stories that not only you can read, um, but you can share with your, your local church. Um, Second business item is uh, just clarification on the Glow 1 Million Challenge. If you were in the GYC main meeting last night, you saw that I was up there with some of uh, the GYC leadership, including Taylor, and uh, we were talking about this idea of distributing million Glow tracks over the course of this year, um, the GYC attendees. So it's very simple how this works. All you have to do is go to a website called gycchallenge.com. Just go there. And it will explain everything that you need to do, gycchallenge.com. You can go there on your phone. You can go there on your computer. You can go there on whatever other device accesses the internet, and uh, it will explain everything. There's only three steps, gycchallenge.com. First, buy your tracks. You might already have tracks at your church. That's fine, as long as you have literature. If you don't have literature, click on that little tab. It says buy tracks, and it will actually take you to our website so that you can purchase the tracks online, and then you can just come to our booth right here at GYC, and you can pick up the tracks. If you don't want to pick up tracks and carry them in your luggage, that's fine. Click the option to have them shipped to you, and we can ship it to you later. But the, the point is, we want you to have literature. Step number two, which is mentioned on gycchallenge.com, is you want to go um, to that website, and it's going to guide you how to set up a user account, so that you'll have a user account for when you input your numbers, which leads us to step number three. Step number three is, now you have your tracks, you're passing them out, and now you're going to report those tracks on gycchallenge.com. So 
Um, the third step on that website shows you how to report your numbers. So this main website, GYCChallenge.com, is a place where all of us, as we're passing out glow tracks this year, we can go there and we can report our numbers. And we actually have a chart showing um, how close we're getting to a million. And every time that you input your number, you, maybe you go to a Walmart and you distributed seven tracks to the cashiers. You go to this GYCChallenge.com on your phone, you input that you just distributed seven tracks after you sign into your user account, and then it's going to actually increase the chart. And it's going to show that you put it up there because it, it lists the top, uh, the most recent uh, people who input their numbers. So your name can show up. You know everybody in GYC can see that you distributed seven tracks. And there's a little comment section and all kinds of cool things. So um, GYCChallenge.com. All right, we're done with announcements. Let's go on to the next thing. Everybody see this picture? For the people who are listening on Audioverse, they're really going to miss out on this. Um, but they'll understand in a second. Can anybody tell me what this is a picture of? It's a tractor, but what kind of a tractor? I'm not talking about John Deere or whatever, but an old tractor. Okay, what kind of a tractor? A black tractor? A drawing? A, a what? A glowing tractor. A glowing tractor. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes. You came here today because you want to be a glowing tractor. Isn't that right? Yeah. And you want to help other people become glowing tractors so we can get into glowing agriculture. No, really. Um, uh, I like to make puns every now and then. I have a lot of pun fun. But um, we're going to move on. That's why we're here today. It's because we want to learn about how to become glowing tractors. Speaking of glowing tractors, um, I actually have a video which hopefully everything's going to work out well for me to show you with. This is a video of a person who was at GYC last year, and uh, we got a video of her sharing her testimony. And hopefully all the technology is going to work well. Well, you know what? That's not working. So we're just going to not do that. Um, let's go back to the PowerPoint presentation. Okay, I'll just tell you the story, okay? I had a bunch of neat videos that I wanted to show you, but I don't know if it's going to work out. You can see them on our Vimeo website, though, and get all of them there. Um, this lady, we interviewed her, and she was actually, she was at GYC, I think it was this last year, Yes, it was this last year. And uh, she had passed out glow tracks, but apparently she had received some serious rejection, and she was really discouraged about it, and she was thinking, I might not pass out any more glow tracks. Well, anyway, this lady is at GYC, and she goes into the bathroom, um, and up walks one of the workers who's uh, cleaning, a janitor. And the janitor uh, starts talking to this GYC attendee, this lady, and she says, you know, I learned something new today. And the GYC attendee says, okay. And what did you learn? And the janitor said, I can't believe this. I'm 50 years old, and I didn't know what this thing is. I just learned it today. And the GYC attendee's like, OK, what is it? And the janitor says, I learned today that the seventh day is the true Sabbath. And then she pulls out this glow Sabbath tract that some other GYC attendee had just given her. And she says, this tract explained it all to me. 
And so the GYC attendee who's hearing the janitor say all this to her is like, wow, I guess Glow really does work. And so that was her testimony, you know, that, hey, it actually does work. And she got back into purchasing Glow tracks and passing them out. Um, you know, when we pass them out to people here, even at GYC, you know, our mission field doesn't end when we come to GYC. I mean, you can still reach out to your hotel maids and all the people around here. Look at this quote. This is from Ellen White, Publishing Ministry, page 272.3. She says, if there is one work more important than another, it is that of getting our publications before the public, thus leading them to search the scriptures. If there's one work more important than another, it's that of getting our publications before the public, thus leading them to search the scriptures. And that's what GLOW is all about. GLOW is just a program where we're getting people back into the habit of putting tracks in their pockets and taking it with them wherever they're at so that they can give it out when the opportunity arises. And it's very simple. Little kids can do it. Elderly people can do it. Crippled people can do it. Blind people can do it. Deaf people can do it. Mentally handicapped people can do it. Anybody can pass out literature. And that's why Ellen White, I read the quote last night on stage uh, where Ellen White says that every church member, let every believer scatter broadcast tracts and leaflets. So that's what we do with GLOW. We get people excited about passing out literature. As you can tell, I'm kind of recapping on the basics of GLOW before we get into our methods. And uh, we've had a lot of success with that. Uh, GLOW started in 2007, and uh, since then we've printed 42,886,600 tracks and uh, in 40, about 45 different languages. And we're printing that many tracks, not because we like to put them in warehouses somewhere, but because people are passing them out, and there's a demand to have them printed. So praise the Lord. Um, things are growing. Now, I said 45 different languages. Would you guys be interested in seeing some of the different tracks in their uh, translated languages? It'd be kind of cool. I like looking, you know, we're used to seeing the English glow tracks, but when you get a glow track that it has the same picture and everything on the front cover, but it says something completely different that you can't even understand what it says, that's, that's like always kind of cool. Um, this one right here is in Afrikaans. It's um, Wat D. Wereld New Nodig Het. I totally slaughtered that, I'm sure. But uh, this one right here is a picture of a tract in Czech. And uh, our previous presenter was uh, born in the Czech Republic. And uh, I'm sure he's enjoying checking that out as he's looking at the screen. Um, this is a Dutch tract. Uh, if you've ever been to the Netherlands and heard Dutch, it's a very... Uh, Interesting language to listen to, quite coarse. Um, French, it's a French end of the world tract. Um, you can't see this too well because it's black, but that's a Chinese tract. Those ones were translated over in Hong Kong. And uh, we just recently started printing them in the Trans-Pacific Union Mission, which oversees Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, Solomon Islands, because there's some Chinese people over there. So they wanted to get those uh, uh, distributed in their, in their area as well. Um, this is one in Indonesian. If you ever go to Indonesia and you preach, make sure that you keep your sermon short. Because the translation, if you have a translator who's translating into Indonesian, it, the language is like a third longer than English. So if you say, the cat ran fast, they say, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually the sentence has been translated. So make sure that you keep your sermon short. Just a tip. Okay? Uh, next is German. This is an intelligent faith tract. Italian, Japanese, Malay, Mongolian. So if you want some Mongolian tracts, 
uh, you know, it's Contact Glow. We can hook you up next time you, tra you trip, travel over to Mongolia. You know, you can pass those out. Uh, Romanian, Spanish, obviously, right? We're in the west side of America. And, um, Visayan, Tagalog, and finally I put up Vietnamese. Now that's not 45 different languages. I didn't want to take the time to grab all those PDFs and put them up for you. But uh, needless to say, if you folks are reaching out to people who speak different languages, um, we have different uh, tracks that can help you out with that. So just you know, give us a jingle. Okay, so um, speaking of international stuff, I really want to encourage everybody here to come by our booth at some point um, because we want to give you a little brochure. And this little brochure talks about how you can partner with GLOW um, to help us with our international work. You know that GLOW in Europe and various places outside of the United States, they're printing literally millions of tracks. And these are young adults that are, that are doing volunteer work to push this forward. And uh, we, uh, we need funding for certain things. There are places, uh, for example, in Africa and other areas like Poland where they don't even have the money necessary to get the first print run uh, printed. So we're receiving donations. If you'd like to donate towards something like that or find out what our international projects are all about, um, just come to our booth and we have a brochure for you. Or sign up for our weekly email. Because if you do that, then we'll eventually send something to you through the email too. Okay? All right, now let's get down to the 12 methods in our remaining time. Half an hour. 12 methods of distributing GLOW literature in your area. <clears throat> Now I'm going to talk about how you can distribute GLOW literature, and then in the next seminar, um, Camille is going to be talking about how you can activate your entire church in a new program that we're doing for uh, distribution in local churches. So this is about you in this seminar, and then next time we're going to talk about how you can activate your entire church to do distribution in a really um, fun and exciting way um, that uh, you probably haven't done before or maybe even heard of before. So here we go, 12 methods. Method number one. This is the most efficient method at getting out large numbers of glow in daily life. Anybody want to guess what method this is? Prayer. Well, yeah, prayer is preparatory to any kind of distribution. Yes? Carrying them in your pocket. Okay, good. That, that's preparatory to getting it out. You have to have the literature on you. Yes? You guys are really good at getting down the, the preparatory stuff here. Yeah, it's good to have a godly life. Even if you don't, you can still throw the tracks out of an airplane on top of San Francisco and somebody's going to read it and be blessed. But uh, what is one of the ways that you can get out literature in, in large numbers? Go where there's people. Mail distribution? No, I'm, but remember, I'm talking about daily life. You don't, you don't typically mail a lot of things daily life. Work in school? Oh, man, you guys... This is kind of fun. I'm glad you're not getting the right answer. It makes me feel like I actually have something to give you, okay? Um, car doors. Hello? All of us go shopping, right? And you've got to park in a parking lot in order to get to the store. So park farther away from the store, and then when you walk into the store, weave in and out of a few cars and put the, the tracks on the, car, on the car doors. It works. And uh, it's a really cool way of getting out literature very, very, very quickly um, and in large numbers. Now. Good, good question. Um, how, how do we put the tracks on the car? How do we get it there? Yes, yes. Now, there's two ways of doing that, and I mentioned car doors. But uh, before we get to that, you can, you can do what most 
people do when they're you know, putting materials on car, cars? Where do they put it? Windshield wiper, right? Now, what that requires you to do is you gotta go up to the car, you gotta pull up the windshield wiper, you gotta put your material there and then put the windshield wiper back. All the while, you're totally exposed to the, somebody like saying, what are you doing? Don't touch my car or some you know, cop driving around in the parking lot you know, looking at you. So you can do that, but I don't do that. I do something else. I put them on car doors. Um, you wanna put them on the driver's side door because you never wanna assume that there's more than one person in that car, and obviously if there's one person, they're gonna be the driver. So put it on the car, uh, on the driver's side door. And there's two kinds of door handles. There's the ones where you reach your hand in to pull the handle, and then there's ones where you don't have to go all the way in. Like, in other words, the handle pops out, like a Toyota Corolla uh, 03 year or something like that, or the ones where the car, if you look at the door, it's, it's flat, and you actually have to reach your hand into the pocket to pull it out, make sense? So. For the ones that, where the handles pop out, you take your tract, okay, and you, you stand it up vertically, so it's up and down, and then you actually just kind of bend it like this, okay? Almost like you're rolling it up like a cigarette. That's a bad example, but you get my point, okay? And, and what does it want to do? It wants to spring back out, right? So um, you take it and you don't, you don't bend it until it's creased. You want to make it so that it wants to spring back out, and then you just pop it in the, the car door handle from the top, and, uh, and it sticks. And um, yeah, it's very simple. Now, for the car doors that are, are the doors where the door is flat, and you actually have to reach in to the car door to pull it out, those ones are more rare. Those are not uh, as common. But for those ones, you take the, the same tract, and you, you stand it up, and you bend it the other way so that it's like squatting shorter, okay? And then you tuck it up underneath of that little flap that you pull out the handle. Does that make sense? Okay, now, it's really simple. The second kind of car door, the exception, where the car door is flat and you gotta actually bend it the hard way and stick it up there, that one takes a little bit more practice to get down and smooth. But I tell you, nowadays, I've gotten so good at this, and my wife, it's her favorite method of distribution, like we just love passing them out like this. We just trained a whole bunch of glow leaders for local churches how to do this. We literally at the conference office had a training session where we took the glow leaders for local churches out into the parking lot of the conference office and we, and we had them walk around and glow their own cars in the parking lot just so they could get this down. And um, I can just stick these tracks in my pocket and just walk around a parking lot and nobody can even, you know, they don't suspect anything unless I'm wearing like my church clothes or something like that. It might look like a, might look like a LDS. But I walk up to the car and just whip it out and boom, pop it on. And I don't even stop. No hesitation whatsoever. Nobody sees it. It's great. Nobody's going to reject you. And um, yeah, it's an awesome method of doing it. Now, I was going to share with you a voicemail. <clears throat> but since the video stuff isn't working quite well today, um, this voicemail is talking. There's actually two of them that we have. People who've called in the glow tracks, they leave voicemails and we record them sometimes. And this pr particular voicemail, uh, this lady's calling from Coarse Gold, California, and she had found a glow tract um, on the ground in a parking lot, and she was calling to get more materials. And another one happened with an elderly lady who, in her apartment parking lot, she found one on the ground in her parking lot, um, and, and she called in to order Bible studies. Now, those tracts weren't taken by Adventists and dropped on the ground in the parking lot. They were put on car doors, and then eventually, you know, they got down to the, the parking lot, and people still pick them up, and they read them. I've been in parking lots, random parking lots, and have found glow tracks um, on, on the ground, like one that's fallen out, or uh, the person didn't take it, and 
it's great. I just pick it back up and I take it into the store and I give it to the cashier. Or I just pick it back up and I stick it in my pocket to use later or I put it on another car door. And uh, these things, they, they still work even if they fall out of the car doors. Okay, method number two. We've got to keep rolling here. Method number two. Wow, six minutes of method. We've got to go faster than that. Okay. Um, this is a method that increases your odds of getting tracks into the hands of influential people. Influential people. Anybody want to take a guess at this kind of method? No, this is one for bold people. This is a, uh, a method for bold people. So probably, what, 95% of you are saying this one's not for me, right? Yeah, well. Businesses? That's a, that's a, good, that's a good guess. It's a good guess. Um, this is a method that increases your odds of getting tracks into the hands of influential people. Wh where do you ever get close to people who are potentially influential? Your job. How did anybody fly to get here? Where do influential people sit in an airplane? Oh, yeah. First class, right? Do you ever walk past those people? Absolutely, if you're loading last, <laughs> right? So as you're walking onto the airplane and the people are just sitting there in first class, you know, trying to read their magazine or whatever, that's a perfect opportunity to talk to them, to make friends, you know, one at a time, and just give them a, a little track. Um, if you're more bold, you, you might not even start a conversation with them. Just pass out the tracks real quick. Um, you know how when you're, when you're walking into the, into the fuselage that, you know, people are taking forever because they're putting their luggage in and the line that you're in, you're really crammed and, you have to wait there. So it might actually take you a good two to three minutes to make it through the first class section. That's a good two to three minutes of time where you could be talking to the CEO of a company, right? So there's a guy, his name is Buster. He's a, a new Adventist. And uh, well, actually his real name is Leslie, but people call him Buster. And he's walking into an airplane fuselage to come over to California to speak at one of our GLOW uh, rallies because we had invited him as a speaker. As he's walking into the fuselage, this guy is crazy. He, he just hands out literature like, like nuts. He's passed out over three million tracks. Not personally, but he gets people to pass them out, and he's just really good at that. So anyway, Buster is walking in, and uh, he says that he goes onto airplanes. He makes sure that everybody's on and loaded before he goes in. Because as he goes down the fuselage, he just passes tracks to people left and right um, on both sides of the seats. So anyway, this time, this particular time, he was getting onto the airplane. He's walking down the fuselage aisle, and, uh, and, he, and he starts shaking the hands of people in first class and giving them glow tracks. And, and then he, he, gave, he, he, he came up to this one guy who was kind of trying to hide his face, but he engaged him anyway. And something you got to know about Buster is that he only has one arm. The other arm is cut off part way. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, when a one-armed guy comes up and shakes your hand, you better shake that hand, you know? You're not going to say no. So, so he uses that, and he gets people to shake his hand. So this guy caved, and he shook his hand. When he raised his face up, Buster noticed that this guy was Joe Montana. And he palmed him a glow tract as he was shaking his hand. He had a glow tract in his hand. And you should hear Buster tell the story himself. He's got this thick Texan, Texas accent. You know, he's like, and I gave him a glow tract and all that. So he's, he's really funny. But um, that's the method, giving it to passengers in first class. So if you're really bold, go for it. If you're not really bold, well, mark it down anyway. Pray about it. Okay, method number three. This is the most likely method um, for the people to actually take the tract and not reject you when you give it to them. 
What method do you think that is? That sounds like a pretty interesting method, right? You want to give the track to somebody and not have them reject you, correct? So what's one method you can give it to people and almost surely not have them reject you? Give it to your friends, okay? Yes, thank you. Placing the tract in a restaurant tip. I guarantee you, if you put your, your tract with a tip and you give it to that waiter, they're not going to say no because they want your money. And if uh, the money is inside of a tract, they're going to they're go for it. Okay, method number four. This is a method with the highest likelihood that the person will sign up for Bible studies. You know, when you pass out glow tracks, um, it's not just about the person reading the tract, but one of our objectives is to hopefully get people to sign up for the Bible studies that are offered on the back. So what method is the most uh, calculated to uh, helping the reader to actually sign up for Bible studies? <clears throat> Any guesses? Friends and family? It's probably not dropping it off of like the second story of a mall, right, on the people. That probably wouldn't, I mean, they might think it's manna or something, but um, friendships, yes? Yeah, you're pretty much hitting on it. And by the way, we did have a, a student from a, a school in Canada go to one of the biggest malls in North America, and I guess they had some spare time in their hands. <laughs> so these three guys decided that they were going to see what would happen if they dropped some glow tracks one by one off the second story of this huge mall. And so as this one kid dropped a tract, I mean, it's not dangerous. You're just dropping one tract. You know, it's not like a, a whole hundred pack or something or a case. Um, but anyway, so this one kid, he dropped one tract. And there wasn't even anybody there as he was dropping the tract. They were figuring it's going to hit the ground. They're going to see people walk by and maybe pick it up. As the kid drops the tract, the tract is falling in the air off the second story, down towards the floor, a woman walks out from uh, underneath of a place where they didn't even see her, and her purse was open. And I kid you not, the track fell right into her purse. <laughs> this is a story that we literally got less than a month ago. And we have the name of the kid and the school and everything. So if you think I'm lying, if you think I'm exaggerating, because we always like to tell big fish stories in evangelism, right? No, I'm not. I can get you in contact with this kid, and he'll tell you. And, and the kid is that this kid took it personally as like a sign that like this was what God wanted to happen. So, Yes, it was. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but uh, I know that one of the guys who works with me, he was the one in contact with him, so we could figure out his name and find him. So anyway, <clears throat> pretty cool story, huh? But anyway, back to method number four. Um, the method with the highest likelihood the person's going to sign up for Bible studies is actually when you give it directly to somebody. You know, one of the cool things about glow tracks is that um, we found out over, over the years is that when we actually go out as church members, when we go out as Adventists and we have literature with us, we give the tract to somebody. It normally doesn't just end there. If you give the tract to somebody, typically a conversation ensues. And uh, when you have a conversation with somebody, it's naturally going to be geared towards spiritual things because you just gave them a Bible tract. So it kind of sets you up for a spiritual conversation. Well, when you have a spiritual conversation with somebody, you actually, you know, are much more in a, you're in a very good position to offer them Bible studies. You just flip the tract over and say, hey, by the way, when you're done reading this, they have some free offers on the back. And, uh, you know, they have free Bible studies and all those kind of things. And it actually really increases the odds that that person's going to sign up for Bible studies. We had a, a woman <clears throat> a couple years back, actually probably four years back to be more accurate. Um, her name is Jeanette. And uh, she is now the GLOW leader 
She's the glow leader in her local church. Amen. That's cool. Now, but she wasn't an Adventist uh, until just recently. And the way that she, she owns a, a, a haircutting salon. And uh, she had found two publications on the topic of the Sabbath um, at different times. And then she got the third one. And uh, this one was actually handed to her by a guy named Shaka, who's a church member at, at my, at my uh, home church. And uh, he gave it to her while they were passing out literature on a Sabbath afternoon. And when she saw this third tract, she actually had just prayed that God would... Um, when she got the first two pamphlets on the Sabbath, she said, maybe God is speaking to me. And so she had just gotten done asking God to give her another piece of literature on that topic if it was actually him trying to speak to her. When lo and behold, she's walking you know, on a Sabbath afternoon... And uh, this church member, uh, Shaka, he comes up and he gives her this other tract on the Sabbath. When she gets it, she breaks down in tears. She's like, I got to talk to you. And uh, they engage in conversation. And uh, she ends up signing up for Bible studies and is now the glow leader after she got baptized. She's the glow leader at her local church. Amen. So giving it directly to people is really helpful. Now, when you give a glow tract to somebody directly, what's one of the things that you can say? What do you do? You give it to him and say, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, I believe in, you know, non-immortality of the soul and the second coming to Christ and the Sabbath day and the papacy's little horn of Daniel 7 and I'm going to convert you? Or those are my intentions, at least, to convert you. You know, some people might take that. My intention is to convert you. Here's a piece of literature. You know? Um, what can you say? This is for you. Very good. You know, I like one of my favorite tracks. Well, all of them are my favorite, but one that I really find easy to distribute is the one called A Gift for You, because you just give it to them and you say, here's a gift for you, and they kind of smile. You get a cheesy grin and you say, here's a gift for you, and then they look at it and they read A Gift for You, and they're like, this guy's reading a script, you know? So that's a good one. Uh, what's another way that you can give the track to people? Yeah, everybody likes free. Uh, you can say, here's a free gift. What can you say? What do you guys say? Come on, you, I know you give tracks to people, so what do you say? What? A present from me to you? Okay, is this something special to me? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I know her. Mm -hmm. to do when I, when I go to people, especially if I don't have a lot of time, I just, the, the key is half the battle is not even what you say, it's what you do, okay? It's really important that when you give it to a person that you extend your hand and the tract and get that tract into their personal space. When you get it into their personal space, below the neck and above the waist, get that tract close to them, automatically the human response is to stick your hand out and to grab whatever's being handed to you. Okay, so half the battle is to get the tract in their hand. So what you do is oftentimes more important than even what you say. So if you do that, make sure you get it close to them, and uh, it's really natural. Some people are thinking here, man, that's really forceful and mean. No, it's actually not. Um, it's very, very easy to do, and people are, are not offended by it. So just put it close, and, um, and then I just say something like, 
hey, check this out. Or, hey, here's something to read when you're bored. Um, you know, just keep it low key. That's what I like to say. And um, there's a lot of different ideas, but those are some of the things that I like to do. But just make sure that you get it close to them. Okay, method number five. This is a method that I put in here just because I want to emphasize it. Um, not because it's necessarily the most efficient way of passing out tracks or something. Um, gas station pumps. I want to remind everybody again, if you haven't heard this before, when we go to fill up our, our gas tanks from our cars, that's a perfect time to get literature out. And where do you put literature when you're at the gas pump? Well, first of all, you put it on your own pump. Okay? You can take the tracks and you can stick it um, on, the, on the pump handle when you put the pump handle back. You can put it where the receipt prints out. You can like wedge it right there and it stays very nicely. Um, you can put it on top of the gas pump. Uh, a lot of times, um, there's just all kinds of places that you can put it. You can figure out creative ways. You know, buy some sticky glue dots and stick them on, you know, double-sided and stick them on your glow tracks. I think they sell those at Staples. And then stick it wherever you want, all over the place. Put it on the brick wall, you know? And um, <clears throat> people will read those. I love it because I know I'm leaving a piece of literature for the person behind me. Now, what do you do once you're pumping your gas and you've already put a glow track on your own um, and you're just twiddling your thumbs waiting for your gas to, to be finished? What I like to do is go to all the other empty pumps where there's nobody filling up, and I do the same thing. I just put it on theirs. Okay, so now instead of getting out one tract, you've gotten out maybe three. But what if you want to be really bold and you want to actually give the tract to the people who are still pumping their gas? You know, the person behind you who's maybe smoking their cigarette or listening to the radio or something like that, and they're pumping their gas. What do you do? Here's what I like to do. Here's what I like to do. I'll go up to those people, and I'll say, hey, excuse me, do you mind if I put this uh, little pamphlet on your gas pump for the next person who comes? Now, am I giving the track to the person right there? Now, I'm not giving it to them, but I'm putting it on their pump for the person who's going to come after, right? So is that going to be something that they can really reject me in a very mean way, you know? No, not at all. In fact, I've never had a person say no. And it's not like the gas pump is their property. So, so but when you put the tract out there, what is that going to do? It's going to create interest, and the person's going to be like, what is that? And a lot of times, they'll be interested, in those, and, and, and it opens up a, a really good door that you can just give them a tract, too. So you leave one for the person who comes next, and you give one to the person who is actually pumping gas. Now that is a cool way of doing it. At least it works for me. Okay, method number six. We've got to keep on moving here. <clears throat> what is uh, perhaps the most convenient, this is uh, perhaps the most convenient method for you as the distributor. Most convenient method. <coughs> Excuse me. What's a convenient method of passing out glow? climbing to the top of a mountain, and, you know. There are a lot of different ways of passing out literature, but uh, I find that one of the easiest ones is just to leave the tract in a random place in public. You know, you're out in public a lot. Uh, you don't have to hand it to anybody. Just leave it somewhere. Set it on a table, you know. Um, we actually, two months ago, in November, had a story come to us from Glendale Adventist Academy of a non-Adventist, um, I think he wasn't even Christian, Korean exchange student who was at Glendale Adventist Academy. And this kid was going to school there, I think he was a sophomore, and he found one of our GLOW Steps to Health tracks just laying at the school campus, just, I think it was on the ground, laying around. 
and he picked it up and he read it. This guy wasn't an Adventist and uh, he wasn't a Christian. And he read it and he followed the, the, the advice of the Steps to Health tract and he actually ended up <clears throat> losing 20 pounds. And then, as he was reading the last step of the natural doctors, the eight natural doctors, the, the last step was trust in God. So he read that one. And he wanted to know more about studying the Bible and how to do that. So he contacted the, the pastor or the chaplain there, and he asked him to explain what that step was all about and uh, ended up receiving Bible studies and is now baptized. And <clears throat> he's the only Adventist, if not the only Christian in his family. And his family actually really doesn't like what happened over in Korea. They're very against that. But uh, I would show you a video of him telling you exactly what I just told you because we have a video of him, his own personal testimony on YouTube, but uh, the technology's not working right now with me. So that's okay. Yes, hand over here. What about toilet Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. That's, you guys are really good. I can tell you're good glowers. That's not, that's not the public <clears throat> no, not specifically. But that definitely falls in that category. Okay, method number seven. The most likely method that someone will actually read the tract. The most likely method that someone will actually read the tract is placement of a tract in an airplane magazine. Believe it or not, that's actually one of the most likely methods that people will read the tract. As you're flying back home after GYC, or if you're ever flying anywhere, <clears throat> make sure that you open up that Sky Mall magazine in the seat in front of you. <clears throat> you know what they sell in Sky Mall magazines, right? What do they sell? They sell everything, right? They sell stuff in Sky Mall magazine that you don't see sold anywhere else. The most random, like, who even thought of that kind of item? <clears throat> I like to always pick on like the ramps that they sell for getting your dog up on your bed. You know, I mean, who thinks about that? I guess somebody does. <clears throat> and who thought about putting that into a publication? The point that I'm making is that if you're in a plane ride for a long time, you're going to get really bored eventually. And the people who put those magazines in there know that. And so they put this literature in there. And if people are, have gotten to the point where they're going to read a Sky Mall magazine, they are gonna about, they're ready to read anything, folks. Okay, so make sure that you put your tracks in that Sky Mall magazine because it's guaranteed that if they're at the point where they're reading that magazine, they're definitely going to read your tract. Okay, a hand over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, you can put them there too. Okay, method number eight. <clears throat> this is a method where you'll get people to come to you and ask for the tract. Anybody know how that's done? Wouldn't that be nice if people came up to you and asked for a track? Huh? Advertise? What do you mean? Make a, like a, a, a billboard or something? <clears throat> Check it out. Did you know that Glow actually makes t-shirts that uh, make it so that people will come to you to get a track? Yeah. And the t-shirts cost like 10 bucks. Go to our website, buyglow.org, and you can get them right there. And uh, the t-shirt says, there's two different kinds. One t-shirt says, ask me for a free Bible pamphlet. It says that on the front and the back. And it looks really good. 
And I guarantee you that when you wear that, people are going to come up and eventually they're going to ask you. I've, I wear those shirts and people ask me on a regular basis for tracks. Um, <clears throat> the other t-shirt says, I'll give you $5 if you ask me for a Bible pamphlet and I don't have one. We call that our motivator shirt. So either wear an undershirt and be ready to take it off, carry $5 with you, or make sure that you have your literature. There was a kid in Walmart the other day. He had that shirt on. Some business guy comes up and asks him for a tract. He didn't have any. And so and it's like a young kid. The, the business owner, he felt like bad. You know, He's like, oh, I don't want your five bucks. And the kid's like, no, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you the five bucks. So the kid actually got his contact info and went to his business uh, later and uh, gave him the five bucks and, and a tract too. <clears throat> so a lot of stories we could share with that. Uh, method number nine. Only got a few more minutes here. This is just a, a random creative method that I put up here, um, public reading. Uh, there's a, a brother named Randall who developed this method, and we got a video of it, of him sharing his testimony, where what he does is when he's in a, a line at a store, um, checking out at the check stand, he's in the line, he, he gets his glow tract out, and he holds it up in front of his face, high, and he reads it like that. And uh, he's had people ask him in line, because they notice this guy's reading this tract like at almost forehead level, you know? And uh, so people notice that and they ask him, what's that? And then it's a perfect segue to get the tract into their hands. All right, method number 10, another cool creative method is, uh, as was mentioned earlier, uh, public restroom planting. Folks, if you're ever in a public restroom, whether it's at a rest stop, in the airport, uh, at a bus station, in the, in the, in the stores, um, use that time to put some literature there. You know, people like to read when they have time. Um, they're occupied doing other things, and, and uh, that's a great place that they can pick up a tract. I can put it right. I put them right on top of uh, right on top of the toilet. You can put it on top of the toilet uh, paper dispenser. Um, if you want to get really creative, you can unroll the toilet paper a little bit, stick the tract in there, and then back roll it. And so when they pull their their paper out, the tract will fall out, and that'll be a little bit more surprising to them. And uh, they'll be like, "Ooh, what's this? I got a gift." Um, you can put one a gift for you, right? And uh, I kid you not, folks, it works. We have voicemails, which I'd love to share with you, um, of, of people who've called in to request Bible studies because they found uh, these tracks in the bathrooms at Walmart. So it really does work. Okay, two more methods, and we've got almost, I think, two more minutes. Yeah, literally, two more minutes. Another creative method, Daniel 2 statue. Now, this one is uh, great for youth groups. It's great for um, people who uh, just want to do something out of the box. Make a Daniel, make a, make a statue out of cardboard or, or something, whatever. You can make it even 3D, make it out of clay. Uh, make a statue of uh, about two feet high or so of the, the image in Daniel 2. All right, head of gold, etc. Babylon, Medo, Persia, Greece, Rome. And set it out in a public place and then just sit there with a chair and watch and see what happens. When people walk by, they're going to notice that and they're going to ask you, what's that? And then you just give them the Daniel 2 tract. You don't even have to say a word. There's a guy who does this up in the Bay Area, San Jose, and it works for him. He just sets out this, this uh, replica of the Daniel II statue in a public place. People walk by. By the way, did you know that many Walmarts have something called Red Square, where if you contact them in advance, there's a section outside by the exit door where uh, they will let you be there for a certain amount of time if you get permission from them, and you can distribute free materials and that kind of stuff. So contact your local Walmart, Walmart ask them about the Red Square, and see if they have that available and sign up for a slot. Go in there and set up your Daniel 2 statue. Okay? Last method, 
And uh, this is just uh, another creative method is um, uh, utilizing the 4th of July. Uh, pretty soon here, we've got the 4th of July coming up. And uh, holidays are a great time to distribute literature. But I want to particularly emphasize this one because on the 4th of July, uh, we have a new glow track that we've developed. And it's called When Freedom Dies. And it has a picture of the Statue of Liberty on front and, and like kind of tipped over to the side and it looks like this nuclear wasteland. It's a really epic looking cover, When Freedom Dies. And the tract is about the mark of the beast and the Sunday laws. And uh, it's a really intense tract. But you know what? It's part of the Three Angels' messages, folks. And we've got to give that out, uh, the message that is. So um, I want to really encourage you with this last method to uh, utilize Fourth of July as a time to pass out that tract in particular as well as other ones. And, um, you know, during the 4th of July, there's people that get together in your neighborhoods, your communities, that get together for fireworks shows. There's gatherings. Try and find where those are at. Go to one of them and then uh, pass out that track. All you have to do is say, happy 4th, happy 4th of July, happy 4th of July. You know, just like we do with our Christmas track at Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Or at Halloween. Hey, happy Halloween, happy Halloween with our Halloween tracks. It's super, super easy. Due to our time, I'm going to just pray. And uh, then we can have some comments afterwards if we want. But uh, I hope that was helpful, beneficial for you guys. And um, yeah, let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you that we can meet together just now. We pray that you would bless us as we're um, endeavoring to be faithful in the small things. And we pray, Father, that many souls would come into the kingdom as a result of our distribution of literature. Amen. This message was recorded at the GYC 2014 conference at the cross in phoenix arizona gyc a supporting ministry of the seventh day adventist church seeks to inspire young people to be bible-based christ-centered and soul-winning christians to download or purchase other resources like this visit us online at www.gycweb.org